Attention, this is not legal advice. If you are experiencing a legal emergency, contact an attorney or your local public defender's office. The views expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect the views of Gin and Justice. justice hey i'm justine and i'm amanda welcome to the last not only episode of the month but of 2022 thank goodness good riddance like how did that happen (laughs) what a year we hope you guys had a good holiday whatever holiday that might be i personally celebrate capitalized christmas not religious christmas but capitalized (laughs) christmas and traditional christmas (laughs) um so that was fun. I also realized I had an epiphany that when I learned that, um, hopefully there's no children listening. I also learned that I think about the point in my life when I learned that, you know, who wasn't real mm-hmm. is about when I learned about everything in adult life that was like not great. Mm-hmm. So I was I really young. Keep that in mind. I was like, I want to say I was like 10 or 11. I was probably like 10. Oh, I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. My I my brother ruined it for me. I was going to say, you have sibling. I have a sibling too, but, but he's... My brother found out the same day as me, and he was so shook by it and so pissed that he was like, <laughs> I'm not going to let them lie to you too. <laughs> well, there you and go. he drug me to the attic where the wrapping paper was hidden. I thought you were going to say he drugged you. I was like, that is not appropriate. <laughs> No, he would never do that. However, he did drag me to the attic to show me that Santa was not real because we had the same wrapping paper. What did paper. you find in? Uh, that's how I found out too. The wrapping paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, so parents think of that. Um. Anyways, so it is the last episode of the month and year, and so it is the exoneration episode. Yeah. Surprisingly, but maybe not surprisingly, because there's not a whole lot of court that happens at the end of the year. Because everybody's in holiday spirits. We only had one exoneration. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about that guy. But before I do that, speaking of exonerees. I can't open this article because the Washington Post sucks. You have to pay $1. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to tell you guys some interesting news, but I can't. (laughs) (sighs) I could tell you that Georgetown hired Adnan Saeed. Can't tell you much more than that. Well, that's exciting. And uh, Georgetown is very lucky to have him. Oh, you can't find experience <laughs> like that, um, you know, in a teaching degree, just saying. I mean, I could probably I mean, look up another article if you'd like me to. No, that's fine. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Well, she'll link I'll find one for the those. show notes. <laughs> there we go. I'll, there we I'll go. find one that you don't have to pay for for the show notes. Yeah. Stupid paywall. All right, so I'm going to tell you the story of the last exoneration of 2022, potentially. I mean, I guess there's a couple days left, so if we anything else, we'll discuss it in January of 2023. How about that? But I'm going to tell you the story of Gonzalo Gonzalez. This one's from Maurice Posley with the National Registry of Exonerations. A special thank you to Maurice for this, this story of Gonzalo Gonzalez. And this cool is out of... 
McLennan County, Texas. This dates back to June 9th of 2018 when Gonzalo Gonzalez was driving down the highway and he threw his truck in reverse and was backing up on the shoulder, not on the middle of the highway, but on the shoulder of the highway to pick up one of his friends on U.S. Highway 77 near Waco, Texas. A police officer, Cardaro Klanica. Not cool name. No. And they both start with K's. So, mm. Cardaro Clanica. Hmm. I don't know. His his last name starts with Clan with a K. I don't really oh. like that. Weird. <laughs> it's like a foreshadowing here. No. So, um, like he that. went to pull over Mr. Gonzalez for basically backing up on the shoulder. Apparently, it was later determined that that conduct is only illegal on a controlled access roadway, such as an interstate. So really no reason to pull him over at all. So when he pulls him over, he says in a loud voice, I've seen you in our city. You don't have a driver's license. Sorry, what? Yes. So you know how Texas feels about the border. Mm-hmm. Not everybody in Texas, but mm-hmm. a large number of people. Mm-hmm. So he Mm -hmm. asked for his driver's license. Gonzalez handed over his driver's license and he, Mr. Clan, Officer Clan, (laughs) said he would check for outstanding warrants and if there weren't any, he could go. He would be free to go. So while he was waiting for a response to the warrant check, other officers arrived as backup, a sergeant and another officer. They ordered Mr. Gonzalez out of the vehicle, but allegedly he refused. Klanica was informed that there were two active warrants, though both of them were for offenses that carried monetary fines and no jail time. So I'm assuming probably like traffic ticket warrants or something of that nature. Klanica then told Gonzalez that he was under arrest. According to the officers, Gonzalez got out of the vehicle and started running. Klanica tackled him and placed him under arrest. So allegedly there was some sort of struggle and then he was, so essentially he was detained, he was placed under arrest and he was arrested for assault on a law enforcement officer and they found methamphetamine in his pocket. So he was arrested for possession of methamphetamine or possession of a controlled substance in Texas. So Gonzalez told his first attorney, Paul Flores, that he did not assault any law enforcement officers and that, um, you know, the body cams would be able to prove that. So his attorney requested the body cams and was told there were none. So there's that. In September of 2019, Gonzalez was facing deportation because of the charges, because of the assault of a law enforcement officer charge. It's a violent charge. Basically, if you're convicted of that, depending on whatever the immigration policies are at the time of whatever's happening, then you can be deported. He told a volunteer with the Waco Immigration Alliance about his case. And that volunteer requested a public records request of the Lacey Lakeview Police Department video and audio recordings of the body cam and dash cam. At that point, his attorney withdrew as the attorney. He was assigned another one, Samuel Martinez. And Martinez requested copies of the videos. Now we have three requests for these videos. And the prosecutor handling the case said there was no video evidence. And this is three times that they were told there's no videos. Martinez then, his lawyer Martinez, then obtained um, an investigator to locate the videos. And the investigator could not locate any videos. So his attorney told Gonzalez that without any videos, 
uh, probably much like I would probably tell one of my clients that it's between the his side and the police officer's you know, side if he went your to a jury trial. Officer's word. Yes, because there's no videos and it's really going to be ultimately what a jury decides. Um, you have to be a United States citizen to serve on a jury. Um, you have to be a state citizen of whatever state you're in to serve on a jury. So I, mean, I can imagine that the conversation. Right. And so I can imagine the conversations that the attorney and that's mm-hmm. Mr. Gonzalez had. Um, and essentially, I guess his attorney told him his case was a lost cause. And on April 17th of 2020, he pled guilty to both charges and he was sentenced to five years in prison, which is insane, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. So on November 3rd of 2020, so this is now basically two years later, he was transported to the ICE detention center in Texas. And even though he was a lawful permanent resident, so he had a green card, he faced deportation due to his convictions. And so that's something that, um, I'm not super fluent in immigration law, but that is something that even if you're a lawful permanent resident or you're an alien, lawful alien, um, you can still be deported for certain convictions. And so usually violent charges are one of them. So, um, So he faced deportation. On January 29th of 2021, his request for cancellation of removal was denied and he was ordered to be deported to Mexico. So he did appeal that order. And at that time, his immigration attorney reached out to attorney Robert Daniel, who started handling the criminal matter. Daniel filed a public information request with the police department. And on April 2nd, 2021, the department magically provided several videos. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) So the videos included Klanica's first body cam video, which caught the traffic stop but cut off right before Klanica tackled Gonzalez. Klanica's second body cam video, which began recording after Gonzalez was in custody How in convenient. the back of the police car. And Klanica's third body cam, which showed Klanica reading a list of charges to Gonzalez and asking him questions without reading his Miranda warnings. You know, all of these stories that we tell, and they all seem like really long time ago, like all these bad cops that was so long ago. This was like last year that this video came out yeah okay go on and then a dash cam video from officer lander and officer lander's body cam video so the criminal attorney uh, robert daniel filed a writ of habeas and so in the writ of habeas his attorney basically said hey none of these videos captured this alleged assault or any physical interaction between gonzalez and clanica however the video did have conversations among the officers that suggested that they were lying and that gonzalez was telling the truth Sergeant Laka, for instance, said, quote, you ran from us. And Klanica said, now you got an evading. You knew exactly what was going on. You knew what you were doing and you ran. Several minutes later, Lander told Laka that he had punched Gonzalez. After that statement, Sergeant Laka began to suggest that Gonzalez threw punches. At that point, Klanica accused Gonzalez of swinging at him. Mm. I love that this is on their body cams. <sighs> Gonzalez also, by the way, this is um, 2018. So this was pre-George Floyd, but post Eric Gardner, Gonzalez could be heard saying, I can't breathe at least 20 times. Sergeant Laka said, and this is a famous quote uh, among all of these cases, if you can say you can't breathe, you can breathe. And that was 
I think exactly the same as what was said during the Eric Gardner case. So there's that. And then a voice of an unidentified officer was then heard to say, nobody said anything about punching. You're the only one bringing it up. And apparently I was punching him. Klanik had told Gonzalez, nobody hit you. Nobody hit you. You hit the ground when we tackled you. When Klanika said that he had passed out, Sergeant Laka said he had hyperventilated himself. He hyperventilated himself. Whatever that means. Lander, who was treated by... Do all these motherfuckers still have jobs? I don't know. It's mm. a great question. So Lander, who is one of the officers that, you know, they allege she assaulted, when he was being treated by medical, told them that the scrape on his head from when he had landed in the gravel. So not from anybody hitting him. When Gonzalez was being treated, he said, I was being punched and the officers, uh, he basically said the officers had had a knee in his head, which is probably when he was telling them he couldn't breathe. So on August 9th of 2021, because of that petition, the immigration court's order to deport Gonzalez was reversed. So that's like victory number one. Yay. The prosecution, of course, opposed the writ while they admitted that the body cams and dash cams should have been disclosed. Oh, right. I mean, yeah. So there's that. The prosecution said that evidence contained on the recordings were not material and would not likely have changed the outcome on August Um, 26th of 2021. how, (laughs) How would video evidence not change the outcome? Right. So... On August 26th of 2021, Criminal District Court Judge Thomas West recommended that the habeas be denied. His ruling was appealed to the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals. On October 22nd of 2021, an immigration judge granted Gonzalez's request for cancellation of removal, and he was released from ICE custody shortly thereafter. Uh, He was still in prison for the charges, though, so he was transferred to a prison in Texas. On December of 2021, the criminal Court of Criminal Appeals remanded the case to the district court for an evidentiary hearing. Essentially, what they wanted to see sought out in the hearing was whether the advice given by the attorney would have changed had he had the videos before he told us, you know, basically recommended his client plea mm-hmm. because that none of that was contained in the petition. So at the hearing, his attorney testified that he had not seen the videos, but if he would have, he would have recommended, he would not have recommended that Gonzalez plead guilty. So on March 4th, 2022, after the hearing, Judge West recommended that the writ be granted. On April 27th, the Court of Criminal Appeals granted the writ and vacated Gonzalez's convictions. And then on November 14th of 2022, Gonzalez pled guilty to the drug charge. He was sentenced to two years in prison, but was released because he had served that. And then on December 19th, 2022, right before Christmas, the prosecution dismissed the assault on a law enforcement officer charge. And that's the story of Gonzalo Gonzalez. Wow. And it's crazy because... You know, that happens so much because there's so much um, hate for immigrants in the immigrant community. Um, yeah, well, we across the country, but the especially asylum seekers Texas. on Christmas Eve. So, right. So you can imagine that that happens probably often happens a that lot. and probably worse. So, mm-hmm. so, but luckily, Mr. Gonzalez got to go home for Christmas and he got his uh, exoneration from that law enforcement assault. Right Christmas Christmas. Miracle. I'm sure those officers still have their jobs, though. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll, we'll find out. We'll try and find out. Yeah. I'll look into that. (laughs) Mm. Before we go, have you left us a review? 
Yes. So if you love hearing stories like Gonzalo Gonzalez's and you want to help spread the word, then please leave us a review. Leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen that allows you to leave reviews. It helps to bring these stories into the charts and helps spread the word on what is not traditional true crime, but really true crime. Yeah. So with that being said, we will see you next year on Gin and Justice. All editing for Gin and Justice done by Gin and Justice Podcast. Artwork by Justin Cardone. Photography by Kimber Schwakey. We'll see you next time on Gin and Justice.